Blog Talk Radio. It is now time for your weekly football party. Live from the IMLD Home Studios. In its eighth season, this is In Much Less Detail, the podcast. Where we cut through the noise and give you your NFL breakdown in much less detail. With your host, Jay Andre. Championship Sunday is here. Welcome in. You've got in much less detail the podcast. We are here with you live on a Sunday afternoon, January the 24th, 2021. I'm Dre. He's Jay. And yes, it is sunlight out. It is weirdness. We're used to doing this in pitch blackness, but we got you covered for the conference title games championship Sunday. We got the picks. We're only an hour away from kickoff for game one up there in Wisconsin. And Jay, we're going to do it. We're going to sneak it in with a half hour show right quick. (laughs) We're going to get right to the picks and we got no time to waste. This is not going to be a long party in and out. Yeah, no, I love it. Uh, First time I think we've ever done a show where we've had inactives for the first game that we're about to pick. Um, This might also be the first show where my normal adult beverage has been replaced by coffee. And uh, might also be the first show I've ever done where the sun's actually beaming in through the windows. So I said it to you right before the show started, this this will go down as maybe the strangest show we've ever done. It's beautiful. This is my dream, actually. This is what I want to (laughs) do. Yeah, this would be nice. Like Get up and do do an 11 o'clock or 10 o'clock in the morning show every Sunday right before the games all start. That would be a perfect world, wouldn't it? Yeah, well, we're, we're going to do it this one time anyway. Uh, circumstances, we could not get yep. it in last night, so we moved the show. So if you're a loyal follower and you're here, well, welcome in. And, and we got you covered just an hour or so before the first game. So ready to get right to it? Yeah, I'm ready to. I, I'm obviously, I will I will hear you out on your picks first, you know, or you make, you make the pick first if for each game. Because then I have to decide if it's worth uh, disagreeing with you or not. Or you and I might have the same picks. Who knows? There you go. The strategy is afoot um, for our playoff point system. I am ahead by less than three. So, obviously, neck and neck, Jason's got all the decisions on his side to make, whether he wants to agree with me, disagree, uh, punt all the way to the Super Bowl, and make me have to pick the winner just like last year. And we'll see. He's going to listen to me give my spiel and decide which way he's going to go. And all of you will listen and decide how you want to make your last second bets for this conference title weekend. Uh, both these games are very curious that the, the point spread wound up being exactly the same. I don't remember uh, yeah. not just the same spread, but the same cop-out line, the home team minus three. I don't remember getting that for two conference title games before. And they both and they both started off close to that. I mean, Green Bay opened at four, Kansas City opened at two and a half. So there hasn't been a lot of movement on this number all week. I think the I think it was already baked into the Buffalo and Kansas City line. What we expected was that uh, Patrick Mahomes would have to actually be dead to not play in this game. <laughs> um, you know, no, no, no goop this week, right? Nobody's got the COVID. All that just disappeared. It's been cured. It's all just gone, goes all just goes away. The yeah. concussion, the turf, yeah. all all of it is just magically Although, cleared up. A couple of really big uh, late minute scratches on the uh, Tampa Bay Green Bay game. Uh, that one that one didn't affect the line though. Probably didn't yeah. have enough time to recover. 
it is pretty much solid right now where it, where it, where it is. And so, yeah, I don't know too much else could affect it. Yeah. Which uh, means we could completely disagree or agree and go through this whole weekend of picks and smell pushy all weekend. It, it's possible. It's absolutely it possible. <laughs> so Tampa Bay at green Bay, the first game, the NFC conference title game scheduled to kick off in an hour. Uh, get to the inactives on that. Uh, Antonio Brown out for Tampa Bay at wide receiver. Antoine Winfield was game time decision. He messed up his ankle in practice this week, and he has been ruled out. This is one of those deals that we wouldn't have known about last night. Right. This was a game time, literally a game time decision, and the inactive list came came out, and uh, he was on that list. Uh, the defensive tackle Vita Vea, of course, activated for Tampa Bay with this fractured ankle. That was a, a source of a uh, little bit of uh, controversy, like, wow, they're, they're really rushing him back. We'll see if he's going to be helpful for them. Uh, on the Green Bay side, uh, old man Tremont Williams, the cornerback, got activated. Uh, he played for the Ravens in the postseason, and they got eliminated. The Packers picked him up. So all along, we thought that Jared Veld here would be the first person that might yep. make history um, as the first player to play for two different uh, teams in the same playoff because right. of the uh, Green Bay offensive line situation. Uh, but actually, it might be old man Tremont. He, he might actually make that history. So we'll see. Yeah, and he was, that he was brought out. up because they weren't sure about the status of Kevin King. But Kevin King is up. So they're both up for this game. Um, so maybe there will be a bit of a time split or a timeshare. But, yeah, with all these uh, Tampa Bay receivers banged up because Godwin's nicked up. Evans has been nicked up for a few weeks now. And now Antonio Brown is out. Um, yeah. Wow. That, that's uh, – not a full st- and Antoine Winfield. It's not a full strength Tampa Bay team. Uh, definitely not the healthiest team in that game. Uh, no, it's not. So Tampa uh, Road Warriors, however, they continue to get it done on the road. Did it at Washington. Did it last week at New Orleans. Uh, six and two on the road in the regular season. Uh, Tommy and the Buccaneers uh, just keep it going. Now they go up to Lambeau Field, where Aaron Rodgers was seven and one at home in the regular season and dominated the Rams last week at home. So uh, strength versus strength, road versus home. Uh, Of course, this is one of the most curious uh, rematches. Both rematches, uh, another weirdness uh, factor that both teams, both games have rematches of regular season matchups from week six. Like they both happen to take place in week six, and now they're both in the conference title games. Tampa and Green Bay played in week six. Kansas City and Buffalo played in week six. In that Tampa Bay-Green Bay game, of course, uh, one of the more curious results of the season uh, for all the games uh, where Tampa Bay at home knocks off the Packers 38-10, to worst game of the season for Aaron Rodgers, 16 of 35 for 160 yards and two INTs. Green Bay came out of the gate, led 10 to nothing, and Tampa went on a 38 to nothing run, and that was the end of the scoring for Green Bay. And Pretty much what it comes down to for picking this game right now, coming up in an hour, is everyone has to make their decision, was that week six result a fluke, or was it foreshadowing? Does Tampa know something defensively that they can use against Green Bay again in this matchup? And, and it's it's the big question, and no one really is going to know the answer to that until the game takes place. But statistically, I tried to break it down, tried to figure out which way I wanted to go. Tampa Bay blitzing 39% of the, of, on the season, blitzing 39% of the time. So this wasn't something they just did to Tommy this is, or to, to, uh, to Aaron Rodgers, rather. Uh, this is part of their defensive strategy, and they beat around Rodgers 
uh, unlike any other team in the regular season. They got 12 pressures on him in that game. They got seven quarterback hits. That was both both numbers are the most that Rodgers had in any game this year. Only Minnesota in the opener blitzed him more than Tampa did. Uh, so maybe there is a strategy to it. Uh, they blitzed him to death. It was suggested this is another possible matchup where Green Bay's protection would falter, and this was my deal the whole time when they first uh, got – uh, offensive line injuries uh, that this was where Green Bay would finally falter would be facing a team that could really rush the passer. Well, last week they faced uh, the Los Angeles Rams. They didn't falter. However, don't forget in that game, the only time Rogers had some issues was in the second quarter in that two minute drill uh, where he started throwing several near INTs. And that was because he was finally getting pressured. He was finally getting uncomfortable and hurried and Tampa Bay should do a lot more of that than the Los Angeles Rams because the Rams don't usually send a lot of blitzers. They don't have to, uh, but Tampa does. And that, and that might be a situation where they get an edge. Uh, of course, the highly ranked green Bay run unit versus the top ranked Tampa Bay run D. Ooh, that, that's all I can say about that is ooh, what a matchup. I, I really want to see how that turns out. Uh, Tommy on the other side of the ball, that one good weather playoff game was down in the dome against the saints. He didn't look so hot. Uh, that was 18 of 33 for 199 with two touchdowns. Um, he he kind of got lucky that Tampa won that game because the Saints had the lead in the second half, and uh, he wasn't looking so hot. And then uh, Drew Brees turned into a turnover machine and just kind of gave the game away to Tampa Bay. Uh, but but it wasn't so hot. Uh, however, I, I really think that Tommy has got something going on uh I don't want to call it some sort of magic or something like that, but we've seen his, his arm bounce back this year. We've seen uh, how much better he's looked as the season went on for Tampa Bay, uh, along with that Bruce Arians scheme. Um, I, I think uh, Bruce Arians will be aggressive play calling. He's got a shot at the Super Bowl. Uh, he'll be even more aggressive play calling than normal. I know there's injuries. I know there's situations in the Tampa Bay wide receiver core. Uh, Tampa's also missing an O-line starter, so they may struggle to protect Tommy. Um, is that offense all on the same page yet? Maybe, maybe not, but they definitely got better as the season went on. There's no denying that. So I'm going to wind up looking at this, this spread. First of all, I can't believe that it was hanging at three and a half most of the week and all the way into last night. And then I wake up this morning and it's three everywhere. So the, the sharp money waited until Sunday morning and threw everything on Tampa Bay. If you liked Tampa Bay this whole time, I hope you got in and got that hook because that hook is no longer there anymore. I looked everywhere. I tried to find it. It's, it's just, it's gone. It disappeared. Um, the, the home field advantage and the motivation from the first meeting makes made me feel like Rogers is going to not let Green Bay lose his game. Like I don't imagine him coming out and, and letting them lose again to Tampa the way they play, but I do like the matchup for all those reasons I was talking about the scheme, the, the stout run D, the blitzing. I, I like Tampa to stay close. I loved the hook, but the hook isn't there anymore, and I'm still going to get cute anyway. I think Green Bay is going to win the game and go on to the Super Bowl, but I'm going to take the three points. I'm taking Tommy plus three. I wish it was three and a half, but I'm going to take the three. <laughs> I like these one o'clock uh, phone calls. Uh, no, you know what? <laughs> I, no, I, I'm going to give the three. So I'm going to go right out here and disagree with you on this one. Um, I, I think that that Packers offense is going to be – all three guys are up. Dylan's up. Williams looks to be up. None of those guys are inactive. Um, I like the, the analogy that you gave last week about how Matt LaFleur is just kind of probing that defensive line. 
of the Rams and just, you know, and rotating those guys in and out the whole game and, you know, oh, we, we, we can't get in with Jones. All right, we'll send Dylan out there and he'll be the hammer. And, and they can just keep going back and forth. And that, that offense is just tremendously balanced. They didn't have that back in week six. And I, I, I look at week, week six is like another season as far as I'm concerned. I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna glean anything from what was the at that time the Packers' worst game of the year. Didn't seem to affect Tampa Bay last week when they played their worst game of the year in that rematch against New Orleans, right? You know. Mm. So I think it's really hard to take uh, too much away from a matchup that was previous and go, ah, they, they've they've unlocked the mystery. They've figured this out. Um, I don't like the injuries in the secondary for Tampa. I don't like the injuries on offense for Tampa. You know, Tom Brady, he, he needs that timing and he needs that precision. And all it takes is that extra half second of doubt. And that's the difference between getting that ball out on time or what could be taking a critical sack. And in that Packers defensive line, I think they're going to be coming after. Uh, there's some real nice stunt action going this week against Jared Goff. Um, you actually saw it was Kenny Clark and Rashawn Gary were splitting up sacks, and those are not sack guys. Um, and, and they were meeting a Jared Goff pretty regularly. And you know, you kind of know where Tom Brady's going to be. He's got some savvy in the pocket, and he can step around and, and he can extend some things just with with, with some fancy footwork. But I, I've got I've got a feeling, uh, you know, uh, nothing's nothing's more interesting than a motivated Aaron Rodgers, and he's been on this sort of you know. FU World Tour, it seems like this season. Uh, you know, and every whether it was was it the draft, was it now he's more comfortable in the offense. Uh, you know, he he said all along, I want this game at home, and uh, I, I think that he knows more than anybody. You know, you talk about somebody playing with a chip on on their shoulder. Was that he was the reason that they lost that first matchup in Tampa, a game that they were rolling, they 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 were in cruise mode, and then he throws basically on on almost on two straight drives a pick six going to pick down to the basically the goal line and that game was over and it was just the snowball and he got in his head I, you know if that happens early I think Green Bay is going to have to get sloppy early if they're going to lose this one but I'm going to disagree with you and and love the fact that that moved from three and a half down to three uh, because all I need is a, a four-point win here um, or even a push you know this has got pushy all over it doesn't it yeah yeah it really does but yeah, I, I I don't see. I mean, that's that's that's. If you can beat me for the season by getting cute like this on a three point line, you've earned it. Oh, I needed a missed field, uh, missed extra point there, and Green Bay wins by two. I'll, I'll take it. It could happen. I mean, we we've seen it happen uh, with a lot of teams. Or all you need is a missed extra point, and Green Bay wins by four. Yeah, yeah. And it's thirty one twenty seven all of a sudden, or you know twenty eight twenty four. But uh, I, I think. Uh, I think Green Bay is going to come out. I think I think you're going to see that repeat of the balance that they had against the Rams, that number one defense. And uh, if, if Tampa thinks that they're going to get after Rodgers, they're dialing up the blitz. There's a lot of a lot of ways around beating the blitz, you know. And, and number one is don't put yourself in a lot of obvious uh, passing situations. And number two is just run right by the guys. And I think the Packers are completely capable of doing that. So I think that's the key. You pointed it out. It's that number one. Uh, rushing defense against that Packers rush offense with that three-headed monster. Yeah, that's that's the thing. If you want to run right past the blitz, that's fine. But but Devin White and Levante David are waiting for that, so we'll, we'll see how that works out. So, all right. Well, I, I I don't mind this. I thought we were going to agree on this one, so this one feels gifty, kind of. Oh boy. Uh, well, who's your X factor for this one? I'm going back to Rashawn Gary. 
if they can get extra pressure uh, from somebody outside of the Smiths, then that could make a long day for Tommy. Okay, sure. Uh, Donkey Kong Sue and Dominican Sue uh, in the week six game, uh, the defensive lineman for Tampa Bay, he really uh, got in Rogers grill. He was antagonizing him. He was uh, Rogers obviously was rattled in that game because of the, the blitz because of the physical play, but also uh, Donkey Kong was getting in his ear a little bit and, and pissing him off. Uh, six sacks, nine tackles for loss in 2020. He's still productive in his 11th year. Uh, I got in Dominican Sue to maybe make a, an impact and, and right old Rogers Cage again. That's been a popular name in the media all week uh, about yeah. that that rivalry. Yeah, that's uh, you know he's he's probably uh, going to be one of those D, uh, D linemen in the Hall of Fame one day, and uh, uh, there, there's going to be a lot of stories told about him and, and his style of play. So, which we'll is sad how that we can't in... put him into the Hall of Infamy then. Well, uh, but he's, he's got some he's infamous done... incidents. <laughs> he's done some <laughs> Hall of Infamy worthy stuff. He sure have. He might have some inst, inst, uh, infamous, infamous instant incidents. Easy for me to say. Uh, that might make it in someday. So yeah, we're we're battling right on the first game. So we'll see how this game turns out. Uh, I'll take the honors again if you if you want me no, to do that. That just now the game's on. <laughs> All right, Buffalo, Kansas City is also a three point spread. Buffalo uh, at. 15 and 3 now and Kansas City at 15 and 2. Buffalo's Road Warriors as well, 6 and 2 on the road this season, Kansas City 6 and 2 at home. Um injury report for this one, Kenny Stills got activated uh at wide receiver for Buffalo, meaning that uh Davis or Beasley uh one of them might sit. I don't remember seeing them on the uh the the injury report or the inactive report, so uh Stills is up. Somebody had to be put down, but uh, they might mix him in there uh, as a fourth or fifth option. Uh, of course, Pat Mahomes is cleared naturally. We we all saw that coming, um, and I and I definitely saw your uh, response to to the rap sheet to the Ian Rappaport oh. <laughs> <laughs> when when it was first announced that he was going to be cleared, and you had the correct response to that. It's all about the money. It's all about the money. We we knew there's no way in hell he was gonna miss that game. There's no way the networks would let him miss that game. There's no way Andy Reid would let him miss that game. Um, but Sammy Watkins and Le'Veon Bell both out for the Chiefs. Uh, but Clyde Edwards-Hilaire uh, with a sip injury will return from injury, and that could be very very key for Kansas City because in Week Six uh, the Chiefs went up to Buffalo and beat them 27 to 16, and they used a ground attack to do that. Kansas City. Wore down the Buffalo Bills, led by uh, the rookie Clyde Edwards Hilaire, running for a buck sixty-one. Uh, and defensively, the Chiefs held Josh Allen to one hundred and twenty-two yards passing on the day. Uh, probably one of the best defensive efforts that the Chiefs turned in all season. Very surprising effort. Uh, you know, it, it's the Bills and and what they've done and and all the improvements that. Josh Allen has, has made this year and making me uh, stop calling him project because he's been very unproject like he's looked like a very polished uh, project and he's looked like somebody that, you know, got MVP talk around him as the, uh, the season was wearing down. So everybody was uh, trying to say, Hey, this guy's arrived. He's, he's right there. He's with Rogers. He's with Mahomes. He's with all the top quarterbacks in the league. He's already uh, made that climb and made that leap. 
And he didn't look like he made that climb and made that leap last week against the uh, Baltimore Ravens. Uh, that game was very ugly to watch, and I was afraid it was going to be like that. And then uh, Lamar Jackson getting concussed and knocked out uh, put the game squarely in Buffalo's hands, and and they were not uh, they would not look back. They were able to go on and and win that game uh, easily after that injury. Uh, Kansas City strategically uh, going back to Week Six was excellent against Buffalo, running the ball on defense that refused to put extra players in the box for fear of Pat just lighting them up over the top. And and I've uh, heard that on the Pro Football Focus podcast that they just refused over and over again to put uh, uh, to overload that box. They didn't want to put eight, nine guys down there to stop Clyde Edwards-Hilaire because that's asking Pat Mahomes to, to go over the top of you and, and really burn you. Uh, but it's tough. That's That's the decision you have to make when you're going back and forth with that kind of offense. And now is Project ready to step up uh, to possibly duel with Patrick Mahomes? Because I don't know if the Chiefs are going to rely on the run like that again uh, today, even though Mahomes with the bad toe uh, might be limited. Uh, I think it's going to still be even more of Mahomes than it was in that first meeting. Uh, Talking about the Chiefs, three straight AFC title games now for Kansas City. Uh, That's a streak that's made even more impressive by defense all these years being really basic, like 16th overall this year. Last year, 17th overall uh, when that streak started uh, two years ago. Next to last, 31st in the league in overall defense. They're improving. Is, I guess you can say that's that's one way you can spin that for, for Kansas City. They're getting a little better every year. I, I, but we, we've talked about that. I've never seen a champion that can't cover a, a point spread for three months. We, we it's Everybody knows that the Chiefs haven't covered a spread since before the damn election. Uh, this is what we need a, a staff for. We need a stat boy to go see if there's ever been a defending Super Bowl champion that ever got back to the Super Bowl but couldn't cover half the games uh, in that season. Like, the there's plenty of Super Bowl teams that have faltered the next year, but how many of them have faltered to where they can't cover a number? Uh, they, they're under 500 against a number and still managed to come back and actually go to the Super Bowl. It's, it's been a very bizarre year for the Chiefs, uh, but they're here. You can't deny that they keep winning and they're here. Um, you know, being hyped up against Baltimore uh, project was, uh, I, I think neither defense is top-notch. Uh, I know the, the Bills have been improving, so it, it could be a shootout. And, and who do you trust in the shootout? Uh, project kind of looking like Project a little bit again last week, overshooting guys. Uh, I don't know how you can trust him in this situation. Uh, I saw the beginnings of Kansas City going back to their creative ways last week uh, in their playoff game against Cleveland. Their first play of the game was an end around to Tyreek Hill. They just can't help themselves. They They have to pull out these tricks. They love it. Uh, the first touchdown of the game was Mahomes keeping an option at the one-yard line. I don't know if you're going to see that this week because of him coming off a, a concussion, but the point is they they were just ramping up. It felt like uh, when he got that toe injury that the Chiefs were just getting warm. They were just getting into that mode where they were about to route the, the, uh, the Cleveland Browns. Uh, and then, of course, in the second half, uh, Mahomes gets the concussion. Uh, but I just believe that Project and Buffalo, they're, they're not quite ready to step all the way uh, from all the progress they've made to go all the way to a Super Bowl appearance over the defending champs, that's asking a little much. Son, I, I don't think you're ready. I'm I'm calling this a sunning. I, I think the Chiefs show the Bills who they are, and, and the Bills just aren't ready to go to get on that level. So I'm calling it Kansas City, uh, 36 to 19 is my call. 
Yeah, I'm going to end up agreeing with you on this game. I think that's, uh, you know, Kansas, as long as Patrick Mahomes is, you know, be, uh, can, yeah. can be Patrick Mahomes. I mean, if we if we get into the middle of the first quarter or second quarter of this game and all of a sudden, you know, he's re-injured or he takes a big hit or something wrong with his leg or, you know, he tries to take off and run, you know, and he gets lit up somewhere, uh, you know. I fully expect this would be a little old school uh, football in this game. I think I think the Bills are going to test him a few times early in this game. Uh, try to get a couple of free rushers. I mean, you got to. You need to know what you're up against, and uh, it's not dirty. That's football. You know, don't don't cheap shot him. But you know, maybe a little extra impetus for the for the Bills to 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 get him on the ground. I'm just saying. Yeah, don't bounty gate him. No. No, we don't need Greg Williams in this game. We just, you know, yeah. but I'm saying, you know, you, you need to test the waters a little bit if you're the Buffalo Bills. So while I'm going to agree with you, you know, obviously there are problems with Buffalo that I don't think they're going to be able to overcome in this game. They're, they're whatever you want to call it, but it's a refusal to run the football is not going to help them in this game. This is the game where you could probably run a little bit <laughs> um, if you had the people and obviously the big glaring weakness in that Buffalo offense is their rush offense. And this is the kind of game where you, where you need to slow things down a little bit. You need to run the football uh, and you need some balance. And, and I'm, you know, if they start just trying to sling the ball all over the place, which again, Kansas city is not the greatest team against the pass. Um, but I, I agree with you on, on the point where maybe, maybe the, this might be a year too soon, right? I mean, everybody's always got that, ascension that they have to go through and the bills got uh knocked out in the first round last year i think they answered questions this year they won those two playoff games uh, a couple of very hard-fought playoff games against much better defenses uh but i think it ends here for them uh in the afc championship but nobody has more respect for the bills than i do um you know i liked them before it was cool because i always liked right. them so uh you know so be, you know i mean if they can pull this off uh, I, you know, okay, full believer, <laughs> but sure. I think it's I think it's going to take something catastrophic to happen to Kansas City, and that would be uh, Mahomes going out or some type of an injury. If the, you know, I don't think if this happens last week, and let's say the the Chiefs were playing the Bills, I think the Bills win that game. <laughs> the Bills are able to find those five extra points. Uh, in all those fourth quarter possessions last year against the Chiefs, uh, last week against the Chiefs, that the, that the Browns were not able to. So I think it's going to really be, it's going to all come on, come down to the health of number 15. If, if Patrick Mahomes can stay back there and stay upright, um, I don't think him missing Sammy Watkins is any big deal. He's still, he, they're still loaded offensively, even without one guy. That's not something I'm too worried about. This isn't like a Tampa Bay situation where you sometimes, you know, Kansas City doesn't just look broken. They look bored. Tampa Bay at times has looked broken. Um, yeah. I think Kansas City here, this is this is what they've been playing for all year long. This is the, 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 the Lakers analogy or the Bulls analogy that we've been using all year. Uh, this is what they've been playing for all season. They win this game. They're in the Super Bowl. Again, no matter how unimpressive they've looked all year, uh, they've only lost basically twice. And one, and one of those was because they played nobody in week 17. Right. And the spread is finally down low enough where they almost, it's almost impossible for them to win and not cover this time. Like yeah. it's three. Yeah. This it's only like, three. This, this feels like a 34, 24 uh, type game. I mean, I'm with you. I mean, it doesn't feel, I don't, I'm not going sunning territory because I think the bills will still be able to throw themselves into the game. 
they'll also probably throw themselves out of the game. Um, but where I worry for the Bills is they're just going to run themselves out of the game or their inability to run the football is just going to make them one-dimensional. And uh, I, I'd like, you know, as much as I appreciate and respect what the Bills have done, uh, this isn't a team the way it's constructed that I just expect to disappear. You know, and, and they're not going to, I don't think they're going to turn around next year and go 5-11 and 11 and just fall off a cliff. So I think the Bills are going to be around for a while, but I think this is their, uh, this is their uh, you know, curtain call. So I'm going to agree with you on this one. So our season right now hinges hmm. on that Tampa Bay Green Bay game. It does. And you win, strategy. you win. You win, it's over. We push. You've got the Super Bowl honors. And if I win, it's mine. So interesting uh, how it all it right now all comes down to that Tampa Bay Green Bay three-point line. Oh, I wish it was three and a half. Um, <laughs> And then the Bills, uh, strategy-wise, I just wanted to point out that there's no way I, – I, I wouldn't think they could come out again and not run at all in the first half like they did against yeah. uh, against Baltimore because this is the Kansas City Chiefs. This is their biggest uh, weakness of their team is the run right. B and, and the fact that they can't tackle. You have to take advantage of that if you're the Buffalo Bills. I just don't think they're they're going to do that. Yeah. It is. The only glimmer of hope for the Bills and the thing that remains completely untested as far as I'm concerned is – that defense has been trending up. Um, they did just hold the Baltimore Ravens to three points. Um, they did. So, you know, but that's not the same, you know, that, it, again, nobody looks like the Ravens. Nobody looks like the Titans. Uh, nobody looks like the Chiefs because they'll just take <laughs> your top off every play. Um, you, can't, exactly. you can't simulate that in practice. Although if there's anybody in practice who could come close to simulating that arm of Mahomes, it's probably Josh Allen. And your X factor for this one? Uh, I, I'm going with uh, Kenny Stills for the Bills. Ah, it's got to okay. be. I mean, another weapon uh, to go up against that KC secondary. That's a little, you know. And Kenny Stills is really good at catching 70-yard TD bombs. <laughs> uh, the other routes uh, is a problem for him. That's his deal. Yes. He, can't, he can run the deep route and pretty much nothing else. They didn't activate him off the practice squad to run the route tree. <laughs> Just say it because he can't. Right. <laughs> is that Devin Hester bad? Jeez. Well, not, not not quite that bad. Well, no one's that bad. That's ooh. That guy trying to run routes was a joke. Um, I'm going for X Factor. I'm going special teams for the Bills. The longtime veteran Andre Roberts, a return man, five return TDs in his 11 year career. The veteran can flip the field for the Bills, and and they could use that kind of help in this game. Yes, we 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 we. Uh... I boned on the answer to the question uh, last week, and it was Trendon Holiday was yes. my all-time. That was my all-time X-Factor pick. Two return touchdowns for the Broncos. Uh, in a loss. In a loss to Joe Flacco and the uh, Ravens yes. in the uh, double overtime. That was yeah. a very memorable game. In a, in, a, in a loss that I won the pick on, by the way. <laughs> Which was even Got more X-Factor. I had the X factor, but I had and, the pick over you because I had the Ravens winning that one, and that was the uh, right. Joe Flacco throwing the long touchdown bomb, the the don't let them get behind you play uh, at the mm-hmm. end of regulation. So, yes, it was uh, yeah. that was one a of the more memorable. Game. Yeah, one of the more memorable playoff games. So yeah, uh, Tampa Green Bay becomes sort of our season hinging on on that game. So we'll we'll, we'll know uh, you know four hours from now. What's going on for the Super Bowl next week for us? Unless it's and if it's a push, we'll still know. So the op, the op, obvious outcome for you is you want to win this pick. I definitely want to win this pick and, 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 and put it over. Over. 
Um, Getting queued on three. I mean, I did that earlier in the year, and it worked. So if you can use that against me to win the whole – like I said, you've earned it. If you've got Green Bay on the money line, but the Bucks to cover three. Yeah, I wasn't trying to do that. I was it was three and a half all damn weekend. And, and I so you really like three. you really what you're saying is you really really like the Packers by three in this game. It's probably your prediction. I'm guessing. I mean that yeah that's my that's my pick is Green Bay twenty three to twenty, and so yeah. I had to make a decision one way so or the other. You got this. Uh, you got the under here. You got this going. I will tell you weather is not going to be a factor in this game. Um, all the snow has moved through. There's virtually no wind. It's it's actually bright and sunny here, and I expect that it will be breaking clouds, if not sunny already, in Green Bay. So I don't expect weather to be a factor in either one of these games today. Outside of just being cold. Well, 30. At 28, 29, that's not that bad. Well, it's, it's not. It's, uh, it's, it's, not, you, it's not 15 yeah. below, that's for sure. No, it, it's not uncomfortable. It's football weather. It, it's good Good solid football weather. It uh, looked like they got the tarp off the field in Green Bay. Not a lot of snow, so that's going to be a pretty clean field. You know, they heat that field as well. Right. So I don't expect weather to be a huge deal, other than it's going to be what I would call chilly. This is not normal January twenty fourth weather in Green Bay. It could but, have been fourteen uh, below today. That's that's true. But having a clean field and, and not having weather be a factor. That's better for Tampa to me. I think uh, the Packers are better suited for a, a snow game and ground game. We saw that against Tennessee. Uh, they can grind it out on the on the ground in bad conditions. Oh, I don't yeah. think the Buccaneers could. So this is actually yeah. better for for Tampa, as far as I'm concerned. So yeah, that, that it'll be it'll be fun. Mm-hmm. And the fact that it's about to happen, like coming up soon, half an like, hour from now, like we literally <laughs> just made our pick. Uh, I don't crazy. know. If we, Again, we've never done it before. No, but this this is fun. This this is how I this, again. This is how my how I envision it. This is you get there, you make your your picks, you have your show, and then you run right to the private box and then watch it take place and 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 see how everything turns out. That's, <laughs> so you, that's the dream. You've got. A, you've got we, I, that, that means we both have, uh, regardless of the pick or not, we both have a Packers, uh, Chiefs Super Bowl. So that makes the big winner. Correct. State State Farm becomes the big winner. <laughs> State Farm will always be the big winner uh, no Not matter us. what. <laughs> they can get Rodgers and Mahomes in the same game. No, I can only imagine the commercials. I mean, and yeah, that would no. be. I mean, is there is there a bad matchup out of the four? I don't think there's a bad matchup out of these games. No, the the the, the Bills are the least uh, experienced of of the. Of yeah, the that's four the, teams, the Bills but... would be the le- least less sexy. Team. But if they beat right. the Chiefs to get there, they deserve it. Absolutely, um, unless it's a fluke and, and Mahomes, you know, sprains his toe first play, and yeah. it's got to be, uh, you know, Chad Henney the whole game. But even so, yeah, the Bills have done so much and, and come so far this year uh, that they've certainly deserved their spot uh, in this title game. There's no flukes among any of the four. No, sometimes you get to the championship Sunday and you look at one of the teams, and you're like, hmm. Yeah, party no. guys. You don't belong here. No, this is yeah, that's if Cleveland would have pulled that I'm, game out last week. Yeah. And New and New Orleans, uh just you know, you found out that Drew Brees was believe the the Blues Brothers car, you know, <laughs> driving up to the Daily Center. If you, you get that analogy. Uh 
you know, or they park sure. their car at the end of the movie and the whole car literally just falls apart around them. That was Drew Brees. Because I guess his wife came out this week and uh, listed all the extra injuries that we never even knew about that he had. In um, addition to the 17 yeah. broken well, ribs we got, or whatever. You know, and you find out he's got a torn rotator cuff and then you go, oh, that's why he couldn't throw the football uh, more, than, it's more than 10 yards. Well, that would have been handy to know, don't you think? Really hard to throw the ball far if your rotator cuff is torn. It's, it's really difficult. Yeah. I don't know a lot so, about throwing mechanics, but I'm guessing it's really hard mm, to do. I would think so. <laughs> I think you kind of need your shoulder and your elbow when you're, you know, you need that arm strength. And that ma- that makes a whole lot of sense about how, you know, you know, does that make him gutsy or does that make him st- stupid? Uh, <laughs> what it really makes me is critical of uh, Sean Payton and the team here pulling some, what probably are, that, that's some Belichickian, level of uh, shenanigans there with injury reports. If all of a sudden, you know, turns out that he really had a tone rotator cuff all year. Nobody knew about it. Yeah. That's, somebody that's, knew uh, about it. Somebody had to know about it. If the wife knew about it, and certainly the team did. I, I would, or I would, or the team didn't know. And now all of a sudden you got a whole, uh, you know, <laughs> a whole roster of Saints players going, why was this guy playing? Yeah. They, they probably could have used Jameis and his, I don't think his rotator cuff is torn. His one throw looked uh, pretty saying, good last week. Yeah, not bad. Um, and it's really too bad because even with all of that, the Saints came out in the second half of that game, had to drive yeah. right down the field, took the lead, had the game in control, and uh, yeah. they, they had it right there until Breeze decided to turn into a turnover machine. And, I've and, yeah. got a sense that Aaron Rodgers – just I don't want to, like, you know, knock on wood. Now knock on wood. I don't want to jinx anything. But I don't think he's going to turn the ball over four times in his own territory in this game. It would be very shocking if uh, the Buccaneers could force him into to doing that. And that's what it took for Tampa to beat New Orleans last week. However, the Buccaneers have a history in that one game of forcing Aaron Rodgers to look pretty bad. So sure. that, that's, a, that's the question all week. Are they going to do that again? Was it a fluke? Was it uh, was it foreshadowing? Yeah, yeah I, I, always, was, I believe they call it a, a regression to the mean. And I think mm-hmm. if everything just regresses to the mean, Green Bay is the better team in this game. So, and you and I agree on that. So, I do. I do think they're the better team. I don't. I cannot imagine Rodgers letting him lose this game with fire, but that's okay. I, I didn't want to. I wanted that hook. I wanted it so bad. <laughs> I will tell you. There's. I'm honestly. You know what I'm rooting for here is. Is I, I should have just agreed with you, um, because I, I could have punted. I could have just. I could have gone. But I. Eh, no. I had Green Bay all week on this one. Um, the reason I just, and that's why I couldn't do it because honestly, I don't think there's any big advantage for either one of us picking the Super Bowl. If you can tell me who you like in a, a Green Bay KC matchup or what, yeah, good luck. So, I, I've got uh, a feeling any of these matchups is probably a push <laughs> <laughs> or closer. So, it'll be fun though. Yeah. So, good luck to you, and uh, I hope the. Uh, Packers win by three. Then you still have to pick the Super Bowl. <laughs> oh, and, and, and good luck to you. And, and it's coming right down to this game that's about to kick off less than a half hour away. It's, uh, you know, we're, we're in the after show now, so I'm not hyping any live crowd anymore, so I can cut that out. But um, I, I can say that if you uh, want our picks, then the record of it, um, I'll put the picks up on the blog anyway, even though it's only, you know, a few hours, yeah. a few minutes before the game starts. Uh, so the blog side, of course, for those of you who are 
or are not aware is in much less detail.blogspot.com. I won't play the whole two minute spiel uh, here because that's, uh, we're, again, we're not live, so it doesn't make any sense, but I'll just say where the blog site is. Um, and the, uh, of course you're listening uh, to this as a, uh, as a podcast. So you already know where to find us uh, as a podcast because we're not live anymore, but that is uh, of course, blogtalkradio.com slash in much less detail is where we do our show live. We always do it live. There's no uh, doing it at some point and taping it and then putting it up later. We always film the show live, live before a studio audience of, of nobody. Um, and, and then the podcast version has a, a bit of an after show, which is what you're listening to now. Uh, so next week when we do our show, it will be once again live. Uh, it will be uh, in, back in the evening where we're used to doing our shows, and it will be our honors and dishonors show. We always get hyped for that because we get to show off our creativity such as it is and give out our awards for this most unusual 2020 season for the uh, NFL. Our best players, our MVPs, our, uh, I call it the shit, uh, or the mm-hmm. drizzling shits, our, our least valuable players. Um, and, and all our little uh, awards in between that we uh, give out. Uh, if you like that kind of thing, uh, definitely tune in. Uh, it's probably what Sunday nine o'clock is, is what we're looking uh, at. Yeah, next next Sunday night would be the would be the next show. Um, and then the I would expect the Saturday after that, which would be the sixth of uh, February, would be the Super Bowl show. Mm-hmm. Super Bowl preview. So that's what we're looking at the the next couple shows. Uh, so yeah, come on back uh, next Sunday evening, nine o'clock central, ten p.m. Eastern is when we'll have our 2020 honors and dishonors show. Uh, but yeah, I guess I'll let you go and let all everyone else go who's listening in the, on the podcast and let's let's get ready. Let's go. We got yeah. our uh, the playoffs. Yeah, championship yeah. Sunday. Yeah, we get picked up the pizza. We get the beer chilling. We're ready to yep. get the snacks, you know. It's a big day here in Wisconsin, so. Oh, I'm sure. Yeah, I'm glad I'm not working today because there would be nothing to do. <laughs> All right, sounds good. I'll, I'll right. let you go now. He is Jay. I am Dre. This has been a very quick version of In Much Less Detail, the podcast. Thank you all for listening, and come back again next Sunday night. We'll give out our honors and dishonors, and then next Saturday we'll make our picks for the Super Bowl, and we'll talk to you then. Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on ChumbaCasino.com. I looked over the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's ChumbaCasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. VGW. Void. we prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.